Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hi there. So I am recording this episode in my car, in the gym parking lot, while my kids are still in the gym daycare. So you got to squeeze it in anytime you can. I wanted to bring you a bonus episode this week. Some of you guys are traveling for Thanksgiving, so maybe you needed a little motivation or you wanted to hear my voice. So thank you for tuning in. Last week, I asked my followers on Instagram what you wanted to hear on the podcast. So I have a few questions that I will be answering on here. It's going to be juicy. Also, depending on when you are listening to this, I am doing a Black Friday coaching sale. So I have a coaching package. It's 12 weeks. It is going to be $200 off from winter. What's the date? It's the 22nd, I believe. I will be posting it later today. But the 22nd through the Sunday after, I don't have the date in front of me, the Sunday after Black Friday. So basically you have five, four or five days to jump on the deal. It's $200 off. So that makes it $797. I do offer payment plans, six payments, or we can break it down into three payments because I want to give everyone an opportunity to jump on the coaching package if you are interested. Now, what type of work do we do? Well, the first session, I take a confidence level assessment of where you're at. So we have a base of where you're at and where you want to go. We are going to break down the barriers that are holding you back from becoming the woman you want to be. Throughout our sessions, I provide support and accountability and I give you an action plan so you can finally conquer your goals and stop living so small. And I've had years of low self-esteem and I suffered with poor body image and I know what it's like to be on the other side and go after big audacious dreams and I want the same for you and that's what this package is all about. I do offer single sessions as well. They are $50 until the end of the year. Prices will be going up in 2022. So I just wanted to let you guys know about that. And let's get into some of these questions. It is drizzling too. So hopefully it doesn't start pouring. So the audio isn't off. But anyway, let's dive in. Okay. Uh, the first question how do you say no without feeling guilty? Okay, this is a good one. It took me years and years before I could finally say no to whatever 
Um, it may be like if somebody asked me to do something or it could be simple as, you know, somebody wanting to get together and for whatever reason, maybe I'm not feeling into it. Maybe I'm tired, whatever it is. Uh, there are three things that we generally do instead of just coming out and telling the truth and, and saying, you know, um, now is not the right time or whatever it may be. So we usually avoid, maybe it's through an email, like you're at work and somebody asks you to do something. So instead of answering, we might, um, avoid, avoid the email and just ghost the person. Uh, some of us choose to lie. I am not proud to say, but I used to make up stories of why I couldn't do something. Now I just tell the truth or I, I don't even give like a response. I just say, no, I'm sorry. I can't. Um, or sometimes we overshare of why we can't do something like, oh, my, Uncle Sam is in the hospital and I have to take him there and I'm not able to do whatever you're asking. Believe it or not, it takes precious energy and thoughts when you don't answer somebody because you're thinking like, well, what should I say? How should I answer? The best thing you can do is just to be honest. For example, let's say the first thing that pops into my head. I have been approached by people in the past, whether it was um, clients at the gym or somebody asking me to sub a fitness class for them in the evening. My life has changed dramatically once I had kids. Like now I, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. What I mean by that, if your answer is automatically not yes, that means that there is some type of pushback. So for me, I've been asked by people before, hey, why don't you teach evening classes? I can't make it in the morning. And for me, I know I would not be the best instructor I can be if I came back in the evening. For one, my house is across town. And in the evening, traffic is is terrible. So what I just say is, you know, family time is in the evening. That's when I like to make dinner. I live across town. I know eventually maybe I could teach some evening classes. But right now, it's just not best for my family. And you can be completely upfront with someone. Maybe somebody's been asking you to go meet for dinner and you're giving excuses after excuses. You might just say, hey, you know, I'm more introverted and it's hard for me to go out in the evening. Would you want to meet for coffee instead when I am feeling more energized or whatever it is. But the best thing you can do is just to be honest, give an answer and don't lie about not wanting to do something because eventually the truth comes out and how embarrassing would it be if somebody finds out that you are lying? Okay. Next question is about my breast augmentation. I'm not shy talking about this. I have always, well, I shouldn't say always, but ever since I was probably a teenager, 
maybe even before, I guess whenever I hit puberty and I hit puberty pretty early, I was about 10 when I got my period, which, you know, sucked, but, uh, I never developed up top. I never had boobs. I was always flat chested. I was always, uh, looking forward to the day where I would have, you know, boobs that would fill out my bra. I had very, very small boobs. Um, and some women are completely fine with that. I know many women that like that all natural look and I'm all for that. And I'm also all for whatever it means for you to feel good in your body without hurting anybody and without, I guess, going to the extreme because there is a fine line. Um, but for me, I wanted to fill out my bra and I'm in front of people all the time and I just did not feel comfortable with a flat chest after I had kids. Um, I felt like my boobs got even smaller and I didn't like the shape of my boobs as well. I felt like, I don't know, they were more like cone shaped, if you will. I just not, I didn't feel good. So anyway, I went in when I was 21, had a consultation from somebody who, it was a a family friend, not a family friend. She was our um, family member. It was my husband's cousin and she went to somebody. And so I went to have a consultation there, had an awful experience. She had a great experience. I had an awful experience didn't end up going with that person. Um, waited 10 years. I just thought it wasn't in my cards. I was like, you know, maybe I'm, I'm not meant to have, um, boobs. And I was okay with that. I came to terms after that consultation. Then I had kids and my boobs got even smaller. And I was like, Ooh, I started questioning the idea again, brought it to my husband's attention. He did not think I needed them, but he supported me. He knew that, uh, I put a lot, um, you know, my body went through a lot to have our kids and he saw that and he said, well, whatever, you know, makes you happy. So I found a gentleman in Charleston, Dr. Tracy. Um, I want to say his last name is Tracy. And I love them. I went through, I went under my, I guess it would be your boob flap, whatever that, (laughs) under your boob, under your boob. So not in through the armpit, not through the belly button, not in through the nipple. Like there's like this flap. I don't know the technical name. That's where I went through. So you cannot see my scar in a bathing suit or in a sports bra, if I lift my arms up above my head when I'm naked, there is a little bit of a scar, but it's really not that noticeable. Now, I was kind of torn in telling you who my doctor was because I I had a great experience and I I don't want to ever make anyone feel like they need something done just because I had something done and I feel, I felt comfortable. Also, Shalene Johnson, she is somebody that I look up to. She is the creator of Pio. She was in Turbo Jam. She has her own podcast. 
Recently, she had a surgery done to, um, I guess she went smaller in her breasts and she had some, she had her C-section revised. She's out in California. She had a traumatic experience. She found this person online, had great reviews, um, and she fully trusted this guy. Well, long story short, allegedly she had a terrible experience. Now she is left um, needing multiple revisions and all of this. So that has also made me a little scared because I had such a great experience. And if plastic surgery is something that you are thinking about, follow your intuition, even if reviews are great online. So my first experience, this guy, he was a recommendation when I was 21. He had great reviews. My intuition when I got there said, no, Lauren, don't do it. They were very pushy. Um, so I chose not to. Now, this guy that I checked out in the Charleston area, I want to say Dr. Tracy. I don't know why. It, that's either his last name or his first name. Um, I can look it up if you are interested. But he was amazing. And... I followed my intuition. My husband felt comfortable. So whatever you're doing, follow your intuition. Your gut tells you the answer nine times out of 10. So that is my opinion on plastic surgery. Okay, what does your diet look like? Okay, well, my diet is constantly changing. Also, I want to mention that everyone has a diet. When we hear the word diet, we tend to think restriction just because of how our culture is. But everyone has a diet. Your toddler has a diet, even if it's just chicken nuggets and McDonald's. That is a diet. Diet is simply the way you eat. So my diet is constantly changing. Um, right now, I would say I am mostly plant-based. I feel better when I eat mainly fruits and vegetables and nuts. There's a guy leaf blowing, so hopefully the audio is okay. This seems to happen every time I record in my car, some type of like leaf blowing or um, a loud truck. But anyway, we're gonna make this work. So... I, like I said, I do a lot of plants, nuts, uh, I like veggie burgers, uh, rice, sweet potatoes. Um, I have been recently in the past month or so been watching my carbs. I am not keto. I think keto is too restrictive for me. In the past, I've done keto. In the past, it has worked. I felt like my hormones, though have changed over time and I felt like when I was doing like 40 carbs or lower, it was not good for my mental health. Now I try, this month I've been kind of experimenting with staying around the 100 carb range and that is considered low carb um, to a lot of diet diets. Um, I have been ordering butcher box Butcher Box is um, a service, meat service, but their products are grass-fed, grass 
finished. They are quality meats. My husband was complaining that uh, we weren't eating enough meat. He feels better when he has more protein. So I was like, okay, I wanted to switch it up because I was, to be honest with you, I was getting sick of eating the same old thing. So I kind of missed chicken and ground beef and things like that. But we limited. I don't we don't eat a whole lot of meat. We don't eat it every single night. But once in a while, I like to incorporate that. So I've been doing Butcher Box. I'm not affiliated with them in any way, but um, I like their their stuff. What else did I want to say about that? Um, I suffer with, I guess not suffer, that's the wrong word. I have a sweet tooth. Um, so what I wanted to do, especially after Halloween, is curb my sweet tooth. So that's why I chose to start tracking my carbs. Initially, I said I was going to have sugar all of November. I don't know why I said that. My husband and I were like, let's do no sugar. And it literally asked, lasted um, seven days. And I wouldn't say no sugar. We were doing natural sugar like and apples and things like that. But we meant like no sweets, no cookies, no candy, blah, blah, blah. Well, that lasted about seven days for me. I felt like it was too restrictive. What I did realize though, when I started tracking my carbs, I was a little bit more conscious. Um, And I wanted to break the habit of not having Reese's peanut butter cups every single night because I was for about three months straight every single night having Reese's peanut butter cups and not just one it was like two three four then the king size and I was like okay this is getting out of control I don't feel good the next day I don't feel good I was getting more tired so I was like so that's why I started um tracking my carbs Self-esteem can literally hold you back from being the person you want to be. And up until about five years ago, I was what I like to call deficient in self-esteem. I didn't believe in myself. I was constantly comparing myself. I would work out only to lose weight. I wasn't accomplishing my goals and the list goes on. I eventually got so sick of my inner critic and made the choice to invest in myself and the woman I wanted to be. And that woman was the woman who supported herself, the woman who followed through on her goals, even if it meant falling down and getting back up because I've fallen and I've gotten back up. I made myself a priority out of necessity, not a luxury. And years later, here I am and I come such a long way and because I know how good it feels I want you to feel the confidence that I feel and allow yourself to step into the woman you want to be and the woman you know you can be I am taking clients one-on-one on this journey of life and I dive deep into your goals and the barrier standing in between you and who you're meant to be. I help you stay accountable, confident, and finally accomplish the goals you desire. And if this sounds like you, all you have to do is email me at lkubatpt at gmail.com and I'll leave that information in the show notes. All you have to say in this email at lkubatpt at gmail.com is coaching details and I will send you the next steps. 
spots are very limited because I devote my heart and soul into each and every one of my clients. So jump on this before your spot is filled. Single sessions are only $50. Okay, back to the show. Let's see, it's starting to rain, so I'm gonna see how heavy it gets. Hopefully not too loud so you can hear me. Um, what else? Do I track calories? Um, not really. I have been strict with this in the past. My main concern is the quality of the calorie. So meaning, am I getting my calories from um fruits and vegetables and nuts. Nuts are high in calories. I'm not concerned with that. Um, My body responds to nuts and fruits and vegetables. Um, Where was I going with that? So I tend to stick between the 1300 and 1600 calorie range. You also have to remember I am five feet tall. I have a small frame and I'm very very active. Um, so that doesn't include, um, my activity. So some people they'll take 1600 calories and then subtract their workout from it. And then, um, they tend to have a little bit more calories, I guess, added to it. Anyway, mine is 13 to 1600 calories a day. I tend. Do I go over? Yes. Are there some days I'm super busy? Maybe around the 1200? Sure. But if I'm if I'm around the 1200, I'm starving and I'm probably cranky. But um, that's what I tend to stick to. Again, I'm not really strict. I care more about the quality of the calorie and try to stay in that 100 carb range. I've been eating... Um, eggs and salads, um, jasmine rice and veggies. I've been into smoothies at the moment, but I, I switch it up. Okay. Next one. What does your fitness routine look like? Okay. I don't want uh, anyone to ever compare themselves to me, especially when it comes to fitness. Fitness is, um, part of my career, part of my job. So, I'm able to work out more. My kids are able to come to the gym with me and are in childcare. So if you are working full time, you have kids, you're not going to have the luxury of being at the gym all the time. I would recommend finding something that you can stay consistent with three or four days a week. Maybe it's incorporating a walk on your lunch break. Maybe it's working out um, before you have to go to work. I'm not one that can wake up at 5.30 in the morning and do a workout. I know there are plenty of people that can. If I had to choose between morning workouts and evening workouts, as far as like my options were 5.30 and 4.30 or 5, I would choose the 4.30 or 5 in the evening, but some of you have to pick up your kids or whatever. So then you might have to sacrifice your morning routine a little bit and get up at 5, 5.30 um, and try that or do something on your lunch break or do something um, at home when you have 
um, picked up the kids. If your kids are a little bit more independent, they might let you squeeze in a 30-minute workout. But don't put too much pressure on yourself to work out, you know, five, six days a week. Aim for, let's say if you're not working out at all, um, start incorporating one or two workouts a week. Don't go balls to the wall and try to, you know, do six workouts a week. Chances are you are going to fail and then you're going to nix it all and be like, well, I can't do this. So I'm not going to do anything. So start small, incorporate one to two workouts a week, then start building upon that. My personal routine, um, if you're interested, I, so I do work out six days a week. Did I start this way? Absolutely not. When I was a teacher, absolutely not. I started off with three or four days a week. This was when I was a teacher working in elementary school. I started with, um, and I didn't have kids. Um, I would do three to four days a week and I would, um, go after school. So around four, four thirty, I would bring my workout clothes to school. So I wasn't tempted to go home, sit on the couch and then go back out because we all know once we get home and we see all the stuff that needs to get done around home, we're like, We're not motivated to go to the gym, so I'd bring my gym clothes with me to work. My workout routine now, so I work out um, Mondays. I teach three classes back-to-back. They are 30-minute classes. Um, Two are strength training. So one is belly, butt, thighs, which is a lower body strength training class. The other one is tap it off, which is upper body strength training class, and then Absolution, I feel like that's more strength than it is cardio. We do hit bursts, high intensity interval bursts, but um, so that's a little bit of cardio. Um, Tuesdays, I usually do, that's my day off from teaching. It's Tuesday and Thursdays, I really look forward to because I get to tune out the whole world, <laughs> meaning I get to plug my headphones in, work out by myself. It's like one of my favorite things to do because I don't get a lot of alone time. It's also where I get to be creative and try different things that I can incorporate to my class in my class or um, build my my strength up. And I don't have to worry about anybody else, but um, you know myself. And we all need that. And I absolutely love teaching. And the reason why I love it so much, and the reason why I think you know, I've become, not to toot my own horn, become so good at it is because I do have those days off that are just to myself that fuel my soul. And then I can be back on again when I do teach. But Tuesdays and Thursdays are my strength training. So I usually do focus all on um, upper body or all on lower body. So whatever I'm not sore on Tuesday, I'll do. Um, so I'll either stick to all upper body or all lower body. Once in a while, I'll do like a total body type thing if I if I want. Wednesdays, pretty much all cardio. I teach a, a spin class and then I do an ab class. So a little bit of strength there. Thursdays again, I'll do my strength training. If I didn't hit upper body hard on Tuesdays, then I'll do upper body on Thursdays, Friday teach another spin and then I do fat burning Pilates. That's a good like stretch. Um, and then Saturdays I do some type of strength training 
before I teach spin. Again, that's like my time to like just just zone out and then um then I teach my ride class. Okay, what else? What other questions do I have on here? Ooh. I'm going to finish finish with this one. What are your goals for 2022? Ooh. Okay. What helps me is I create a vision board. I've created a vision board for the past four years. I think I did an episode on um, vision boards. Scroll all the way back. It was probably one of my first few episodes. Highly recommend listening to that. I might do a meetup in December, either a Zoom meetup or in person or maybe both um, to make a vision board and teach you how to make a vision board. But anyway... This helps me focus on what I want to accomplish for the year. I put big goals on there. I put small goals on there. I know there are some goals on there that I probably won't accomplish or might not accomplish, but I'm manifesting big, big dreams on there. I like to include quotes. um, And I also like to think about how I want to feel, not just how like I want to look, meaning some of the quotes are like, um, one of the ones I've been thinking about a lot lately is how do you want to show up as a mom today? What type of person do you want to show up as today? So I'll put those types of things on there. But my goals for 2022 is to invest in myself more. I feel like every time I choose to invest in myself, it helps catapult my, my goals. So investing in myself means hiring coaches, hiring um, assistants to help me with things that I don't have time for. It means investing in vacations with my husband, with my my family, and investing in solo trips that I go on completely by myself or I go on some type of women's retreat or um, something along those lines going to more conferences. I love learning and that helps me become a business owner. Um, Frankly too, we are in this type of culture where hustle, 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 more, more, more. But at the end of the day, I just want to feel more peace and more joy. So having more fun, that's, that's a goal of mine too, is having more fun and focusing on the present and the now because our oldest is going to be starting kindergarten at the end or I guess yeah the fall of 2022 and I want to be um I want to do more with them I do a lot with them don't get me wrong I do a lot but I want to live more in the present so putting quotes on that vision board to remind me of that um really helps this podcast has been so fun, has been so therapeutic for me. I've been able to connect with you all on a deeper level and having people just like come up to me and tell me that they loved a certain person that I interviewed or they appreciated my vulnerability or the story that I shared has just been so fulfilling because I pour my heart and soul into this podcast and I want this podcast to be in all 50 states. So I'm kind of at this like this um I guess standstill where I'm in about 25 states but getting over that 
that mark and getting into more states. So that is something I'm putting on my vision board. Um, is it a reality that I'll be in all 50 states next year? It can be. Is it something that I'm going to beat myself up if I'm not? No, but I'm also manifesting that into the possibility. So, all right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to jump on that Black Friday special. I know it can be hard to invest in ourselves because we're like, oh, it's the money. The money holds us back from so many things because we either think that we can't afford something and maybe that is is your reality or we think that we're not deserving of something so we choose not to spend we invest in our in our children and and like in their sports and everything but it's so hard to spend money on ourselves i totally understand but when i remind myself that money comes and goes that really helps that like there's always going to be more money and every time i chose to invest in myself it has helped me in so many ways it's helped with my mindset it's helped with me not feeling so alone it's sparked new opportunities and things that i never thought of like my business coaches have like come up with things i'm like oh really i never even thought of that so if this is something that you have been thinking about $200 off it's 797 we can break it up into six payments in three payments but i want you i want to help you become the woman you want to be you guys happy thanksgiving i'm so thankful for you and remember you got this Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision and one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again and remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye guys.